0: Star, Star. Star, yeah, yeah. Y'all already know, Y'all already know. Seven the pants, seven the pants. That dude bears on the bears, on the beat. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, live it entertainment. Sound, shake, sound, chain. sound, Round the kings, round the kings, only This is where it get ill. About to have the tip off live as a tip drill from the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin, flying around the field. Starting five forever, keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports. Jeans and long sleeves, they taking no shorts. So no hot to depth, Oh, yes, these other sports podcasts live as a froze course. This market wave the starting five. Goes off, goes off. No matter who you share, four emotions out the window. They analyze with clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the force ever. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats. The from the sideline ain't no guideline, it's just the truth. Just the truth, yeah. No need to dig for a part in line. It's always in season if start can start five. five. We're going in on three, run the baseline, start five. Get it, we got what you, we got what you need. the sports news, you see, we don't waste time. We talking because we live it. We got what you, we got what you yeah. need. we going in on three, run the baseline, start five. Get it, we got what you, hey. we got what you need. Hey. And y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the yellow cat I got What's
1: up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the Star 5 Podcast. What I need y'all to do now is hit up the starter5podcast.com. That's where you'll be able to find all of our podcast streaming links, our Instagram, our merch link. You can even become a patron right at the front page. And also, you can leave us a voicemail at 929 352 6219. And we'll play your voicemail on the next episode. New episodes released every Thursday. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, The Mayor, that DJ named H5. Your mom's favorite fat guy from deepest, darkest Africa. And we are back slumming it out with some fucked up technology with the newest episode of The Star of Five. As always, we need y'all to check out the Podcast.com. That's where you'll be able to get all of our streaming links, all our merch, all that good shit. Let me just stop talking for now. Let me move it over to the first lady of the podcast.
2: Hello, everyone. Um, shout out to just everyone hanging in there as we deal with COVID and everything else that's going on. Um, uh, shout out to all the entrepreneurs, including our guests. Go,
3: ahead, go What's ahead. up,
2: everyone? My
3: name is Fantastic Frankie. Uh, The original Fanboy Fighter, I do, I cover comics, anime, pop culture, sci-fi, fantasy, and um, I just connect real life issues and pull out things from the things that we love and kind of shine light on things that may be problematic, maybe something that we should look into further and create a forum for a healthy debate.
1: That you do, because there has been a number of things that you've kind of Winning on, but we're going to get into that in a little bit and get to know you more. Um, Part of the introduction that I wanted to lay out there was this is a friend that we met via Instagram by way of our crew, The Blurred Fleet, which I'm going to keep it funky and playing on our podcast right now. We need to do more. We need to tighten up the ship a little bit to get things rolling in the way that we wanted to see this vision. But nonetheless, the Blur Fleet has been an amazing crew of people. More, if not all of us, if not about 95% of us are all people of color. We all who all want to see each other win. And that has been the most important part about the Blur Fleet. I'm just stating what I said because we just got to get a real... We have a mission statement out there, but we got to put a real foot forward for 2021 so y'all can really feel us something seriously. But... I met this woman via the blurred fleet and she has been nothing but dopeness. Nothing but dopeness. She's got a lot of great things coming out, coming along within the years. And I mean, you've done this relatively quickly too. Yeah. Like I said, we're going to put that on hold (laughs) and we're going to get right back to you in a little bit. Let's just go through some of the BS that's going on in the world today. And I know I don't normally just. Disclose what we're going to talk about Except for when we do have shit To talk about We don't have much So I just wanted to go and get y'all opinions on This thing right here First and foremost Y'all seen the controversy behind Meek Mill Giving these kids $20 For water Has any of y'all heard that news recently?
3: No, what happened?
1: He's catching flack On the internet because of who he is You know I guess he's a millionaire rapper, big money rapper, Meek Mill prior to Philadelphia. Um, we all know that he was, you know, incarcerated for popping a wheelie in a video shoot and was harassed by a judge who had it out for him because he didn't do a feature, blah, 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 blah. I believe he was in Atlanta recently. And there was a group of like five kids that was like out there in the street selling waters. And he rolled down his window a little bit, but the problem was, was that he recorded it. He did the whole, do a good deed, but it didn't happen if it didn't happen on camera. And so he recorded the video of him uh, giving these kids $20 for water and they're telling them to split it amongst themselves. And the internet has gone in an uproar about him, Meek Mill, the big money rapper only giving these kids $20. And my problem with it is, is people need to stop counting other people's pockets. First and foremost. Second, what if that $20 ended their kid's day, those kids' day, and got them off of the street and have them like, yo, we sold our last water and we made $20 for one water. But the biggest problem is, is I don't get why people are counting this man's money or assuming, oh, you did a good deed. Well, you should have gave more because you make so much money. Frankie's hearing stuff like that. It just makes zero sense to me.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, that seems pretty odd to me. Um, I guess a couple of things I noticed. Yeah, he's a stunner. So like, it's on that Virgil tip where, you know, it's like, you're flaunting it you're proud of it and also he calls a lot of people to action right like he's always speaking to other celebrities like you should be giving more money and like honestly twenty dollars is nothing for no one anymore like when i was a kid if you if you gave me and my crew twenty dollars yes that would change our day but now um No, like, what's $20 getting? Like, there's no 50-cent waters, there's no 25-cent thing. So I, I I don't think that would end their day. I just think that he talks crazy. The fact that he actually filmed it on some Proud joint is like, I would definitely clown him. I would definitely clown him. But I don't think it erases all the work that he's doing. You know, for reform, for parole reform and the way he's speaking. But I just think it's jokes that he's always the first one to be like, I got mad money. How much money are you donating? How much are you doing that? And then he's not doing much. So maybe that's where the outro is coming from.
1: Yeah, that I, I can see that. I, I personally would say if there was any problem in this, it's just the recording it. Right. Why do you have to do the good deed on camera like and and unfortunately the the times that we live in now it's like it didn't happen if it didn't happen on social media and that's Mm -hmm. the the ridiculousness behind it is it didn't happen if it didn't happen on social media. I mean but still like Katara though I mean okay it was only $20 but these kids made $20 for one water
2: no it's uh you know like i was saying it was the first time i've heard this um it's good that he did that you know because it's like over a hundred percent they they made a profit for it that's good i i don't have an issue with it except that he videotaped it granted you know if if You know, if he would have just gave it to them and went about his business, it would have been, nobody would have been in, you know, it would have been, then those kids would have been happy and they would have left. It was, that's it. Um, I think just like you mentioned the point that it's people are videotaping way too, or video, putting on stuff, video way too much that something like that. Don't video, just give it to them and move on. Um, I, I know that a mentor of mine challenged us a few weeks ago, um, like the last month, to give and not say anything. Um, she challenged us. I think it was for a few days, and and that's what I did. I didn't take anything from it. They wanted, you know, I gave to this um, uh, fundraiser, and he said, "Oh, well, do you want a ticket to be entered into the fifty 50 I said, "No, just take it and move on." Um, and, and, and I think more people should do that, me included, you know, um, but yeah, more just do that and, and move on because it's, it's you see, it's turning into something's not. Granted, people shouldn't be up in this business, but at the end of the day, just do things in silence. More people need to do things in silence and it will be better.
3: Yeah, you I, know. I, I, yeah, go ahead. Go. Yeah, just to play a little bit of devil's advocate. The issue with celebrities is that we call them and need to see what they're doing or they get canceled, right? So we saw that with just in general, like if we don't see you being philanthropic, if we don't see you giving back, then instantly we're gonna call you, like just everybody's gonna cancel you for that, right? The, the George Floyd movement was the best example because they were calling out like Kendrick Lamar, and stuff like, that, like people who have been dedicating their career to awareness, they're like, well, what are your thoughts on Black Lives Matter? What are your thoughts on this, what that? So like on that same token, like it almost feels like, especially to celebrities, they're like, yo, if I don't record myself doing these deeds, then it's part of my job. If I don't, then people won't like me and then I won't be able to sell record, you know, all that stuff
1: right right it it just goes with the image the exposure the uh you know posting a thousand times a day so try to be seen like getting that reach mm-hmm. out there so where yeah it's it is that double-edged sword of like just do good like Katara just said just do good you don't have to tell the world just do something good or nah I need everybody to see doing good which you know to be honest it There's really not much wrong with it. It's just kind of the optics to what you said earlier, Frankie, of Mm -hmm. this is a guy who, you know, at one time in his music videos was always biggest chains, how much money he got this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. So that's why the optics of it, of you just giving $20, like, it it looks, it can look bad,
2: but still,
1: this is young kids who... Guess what? He gave these young kids possibly, maybe, an opportunity of meeting a celebrity one time in their life. Right. And they can and they right. can carry that story and say, "Hey, yo, this dude gave us twenty dollars for one water." You know. So it's like, it, it sometimes. It's How like, many kids were there? I think it was like five. I think it was like five, maybe. Yeah, I think they said five kids. It was.
3: Yo, I didn't that's even watch the video. It's they been, got five. Yeah. Well, dollars each, like, <laughs> like that's jokes, right? Like he acted like he blessed us yeah, and really he's like that old auntie who hugs you and put the, the rolled up twenty in your hand and says, "Share <laughs> with your friends."
1: Or the yo, that's jokes. Yeah, that is jokes. $3, I clap. Dollars. The rolled up three dollars to make it feel like ten.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that that changes the game that it was five kids that's jokes It says right. split. It. Let, let me get you out the hood you know that's
1: jokes <laughs> nah. yeah yeah nah nah he can't, he can't save the whole community though but shit I, I just look at it like yo at least it, it, he at least still did something good like it's still you did something good yeah. but it's just millionaire rapper $20 what's $20 you know but let's I keep guess. it real too how many of us actually carry cash
3: on us
2: well, um, rappers do. Yeah, yeah,
3: No, yeah. actually, <laughs> at
2: being like a single person myself, um, I guess I can still call myself a single mother. I don't, I, I do debit. I don't carry cash, maybe a few ones that just because of safety reasons. Um, right. so that that's the reason now, it, like I said, like you said, it, it, it was a good deed. It, you know, they got more, a, a little bit of a profit over it. It's just, well, like you said, it was like, people are coming after him because it's like, okay, you said this and this and that I, you know, and, and it just, that's why you, you give in secret. You can't, you know, so you not in secret, but more in silence. So you don't have to be bothered. Mm-hmm. Granted the optics of, he doesn't, you know, it, it, and honestly we control social media. If he wants to come on twice a day, come on twice a day, um, you know, and, and and keep it moving. He doesn't have to do everything for show for his fans. Um, just do the big things. If he wants, if he's putting on a concert for kids or whatever, show that. But if you're doing small stuff like Pete just did, like there's nothing wrong with that, but do, do it in silence. Um, move in silence it's I I think it it, it would on the long run it will have a better effect
1: well I just wanted to yeah it was it was fairly new news to me like I seen a bunch of people going in on this topic on on Facebook and I just said you know what let's just throw it out there to see what we're thinking and hey I I mean I guess you said it Frankie he could get these jokes and no stopping you getting these jokes (laughs) (laughs) there's no stopping you getting these jokes from people but it's still a good deed nonetheless. And, you know, I mean, I could tell y'all a story about how today somebody tried to think I didn't give a shit about other black folks because I said, no, I don't have it. And then the dude tried to be like, yo, like, oh, you don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck about brother, another brother or nothing like that. I said. Now, nah, really, I was just like, I had it, but he came out incorrect in the beginning. But mm-hmm. as soon as he said, I don't give a fuck about another black person, I pulled my mask down and I said, hold the fuck up. And I dead serious. Like, if you ever see this face again and you think that I don't give a fuck about my people. Go fuck yourself. Now, because just the way you came off incorrectly. Now, I definitely mean no. And it's it's there's a I sounded very, very harsh when I did it. But point is is there's a way you ask, homeless, not homeless, whatever. Like there's a way you ask, you know, because there's been many a times I've been more than willing to yell, "All right, you caught me at the right time, I was able to. No, this time I already spent my money, I paid for my tacos, mind you. <laughs> it was like I paid for my tacos, I paid for my shit, and he acts at the right time, and then try to get belligerent about it. I'm not gonna put that on social media. I have other bad interactions, like the bad interaction I had with a famous New York Ranger. But that's oh, another story that. for
2: another
1: day. Yeah, that's another story for another day. But um, Frankie, you being a soror, we're gonna get a little more into later, but I just wanted to, um, you are a soror to one Miss Kamala Harris, correct?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. We we like to be the first at a lot of things, um, so it 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 took me by no surprise when an AKA took was the first woman to be vice president. You know what I mean? It's just like right, it's right. just informed for us.
1: <laughs> so because we we've done ran the gamut on this, but I want to get your opinions on how do you think things are going to now turn around under this Biden administration. Plus on top of the factor of, we still seeing how the Republican party, they just did like a show of face or power recently where the House and the Senate Republicans are still not acknowledging this win thus far. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts on that?
3: I mean, they can pout all they want. Uh, He resoundingly won, right? If it was closer, I'd be a little bit more um nervous but i'm not quite nervous about that um i think one or two things will happen and i'm afraid that it'll be the first thing which is you know nothing right nothing bad will happen but nothing good will happen nothing will really be overturned or changed um and the reason why i think that is because like joe biden really didn't even want to be president or run for president right The first time they asked him against Trump, he was like, bro, I'm old. Um, And then they asked him when he was older and they're like, bro, you're the only one who can (laughs) win the entire country. And he was like, I guess. So I feel like either one, he won't do anything or they'll at least turn around the worst things and then leave it at that. right? There'll be no meaningful change in the direction that we want in terms of the health care, the loans, reparations, whatever. Um, But... What also may happen is Joe will retire either halfway through his presidency or um, won't go for another term, which I think is very likely um, because to be honest, if Joe Biden runs against any other Republican, maybe even Trump again, he's toast, He, barely, he he's toast, he's toast. Um, so, I mean, if he, I, I actually hope he does step down maybe in two years And we get to see what Kamala has to offer. Um, She's fiery. She is still centrist. She's a centered um, politician. But I do think that there's a lot of change that she's looking to do. Um, Or I hope that he has a Senate that starts shaking. You know, AOC is rising she's still too young to run. Um, But I think that would be dope as well.
1: So. See now, Katara, they say great minds think alike. They say great minds think alike. And how many times have I said on this show here exactly what you just said, Frankie, where I personally, too, think Joe Biden is going to get to that age where crazy Joe is going to kick in and this guy's like, yeah, he got to go. And I do see, see, like you just said, halfway through, at least halfway through, we get our first woman president by way of this. Mm. So I was going to ask you, how sick would America be to know the first woman president was Black?
3: You know, when it comes to sexism, do you think it's racially charged or it's just they don't fuck with women?
1: I think these people just they don't fuck with women. But I think more or less they're more afraid that it would be a Black woman.
3: They've been saying Kamala not even Black.
1: This is true. All the black people were saying the same shit.
2: Yeah, that this has been. That's I, I have a few things to say on that. First of all, that's silly. Her her dad is black. His ethnicity ethnicity. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Ethnicity. Yeah. <laughs> He's from Jamaica, but he is black. So that makes her black. Thanks to the racist white people back in the day with that one drop foolishness. So she's black. Number one, number two, um, I, I, I wanted to get back to your point. Um, he didn't want to run Biden didn't want to run because his his his, oh Lord, his son passed away uh, during the time of Hillary and Trump. Then ah. you know, then he had second thoughts because he probably saw the foolishness of Trump. Um, <laughs> I, I do think he's going to well first he has to get the country back on track thanks to 45. But I do think he'll do some good things. Now, do I think he'll he may step down in the middle? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping he <laughs> does that. Um, because and, and and like you said, you know, she is fiery, Mr. Vice President. I'm speaking. Um, everything and and then everything else she did in the Senate. Um, you know, she she she's a force to be reckoned And and we can get a lot done if everything happens at ga the runoff goes in the democrats favor we can get some stuff done um we can get stuff back on the track um and and you know it even with his picks his picks and i know we're going to get into it so i'll say i'll I'll just be brief his picks are a lot of it is a lot of experience or some are experience and retired because they have to get the country back on track. And they're, and those people are good at doing that. Or those people have that experience. So you see a lot of cleaning up. But it, it's going in the right direction. And, and if, if everything is, you know, it, it, it sets up other people to run, uh, be it AOC, be it somebody else. It sets up other Democrats to run if they can get this right now if that
3: makes
1: any sense. Yeah. It makes total sense because yeah, this is, I, I just looked at this whole election time as let's get this circus clown out or as JP calls him, the orange orang tank devil. Let's get him out the door and then we can try to shape and mold this thing uh, how we see fit. Um, but again, I, I still go by it. Frankie, I want your opinions on this notion. Government doesn't truly represent the people, and I mean that by way of age. I think that they got to find a way to start getting rid of these career politician slots to where the government needs to start representing like that medium age, and I would roughly say between 21 to 50, the generation that's going to actually live through the law changes and policy changes that these people would make. Not getting laws and stuff and policies done by people who, again, are still alive from like the civil rights era and still trying to correct shit from then. So like, what, what what is your thoughts on something like that when it comes to, I, well, like I said, I believe politicians should look more like us, be more within our age ranges. I don't think you're in my age range of 40, but <laughs> even in your age range, you know, I'm, I think you get what I'm saying. I, I just want your thoughts on that.
3: Yeah. Um, so besides president, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, no one has a, a base, right? Like I know mayor doesn't have a base, the house of representatives, you don't have like, you can't be, you just have to be 18 and a, and a citizen.
1: Right. I so believe so. A,
3: a lot of that, is that we're not running right? AOC showed us that if you talk to your people and you like, yo, let's get up in here. Yo, AOC had no real funding and stuff like that the first time she ran. She did some guerrilla type, um, she was like a waitress at the time, right? She was doing like guerrilla, um, campaigning. Right, and it worked. We were receptive to. It. In New York, she did it in a place where no one knew, you know, it's not like she's in no town where there is 5,000 people and they're like, "Oh, yeah, I've heard of Alexandra." It's in a place that most of the people in her district don't know her, don't know of her, blah blah blah. And she was able to She shoot was it. So Park a lot Chester. of that is on us. Parkchester, Park yo. Parkchester in the Bronx. Yo, there's so many people. It's a hub, y'all. For those of you who don't live in New York or in the Bronx, Park Chester is a hub. There's like 10 buses that go through there. There's like four trains that go through there. And there, which means that there's a lot of traffic. Um, and she still was able to get that. And I think she has a, a district in Queens as well. Cause Parkchester is borderline in Queens. Um, but I digress. Uh, I do agree that there should be a cap I don't think there should be someone that we're afraid he's gonna die, have a heart attack during the office. So I think there should be a cap, just like there's a cap on you have to be over 35 to become president. I think you should you need to be younger than 70. You know what I mean? What other job you know you could get at 70 besides Walmart as a greeter?
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
3: nobody else exactly. is trying to nobody else is trying to hire no 70 year old retire, get out of here. Um, but I don't I don't mind a politician that is a career politician um because what comes with that is experience right so if you get too many newbies you don't know the nuances sometimes i need some of that dirty stuff especially with foreign affairs you don't want so many new people in there running our government i think there should be like a hierarchy in the way that you move through there um and i also think there should be requirements i don't think an actor um, who know who has no experience in politician in politics should be able to become president or governor. You know what I mean? It's the same way I love Arnold, but it's the same thing. Um, I maybe mayor, you know, but like like I said, just build yourself up. So I did. I just think there are some parameters there that should be there, and the reason why it wasn't there before is because when our government was created, um, it was back in like when Hamilton and was the Wild, Wild West. It was not that many people here it was all their homeboys. There's only a certain amount of people who could actually read and write. And those were all the people and they're the ones who structured it. And now that we're in a totally new world, I think it does need to be revisited.
1: Right. And uh, going back that far, life expectancy was way different. <laughs> <laughs> that, definitely, way... definitely,
3: people were eating out of lead. <laughs> right. I. <laughs>
1: was like, I, I'm supposed to be dead by now if it was like eighteen, seventeen hundred 1,700 nice. standards. Like, you know, most of these guys was 30-something years old, you know? Life expectancy wasn't past like 50, 60, you know? But that's also, that that's another rabbit hole of, why we are in the problems we are in when it comes to retirements and why companies no longer offer pensions and why mm-hmm. 401k is a thing because these companies don't no longer want to pay you for your service and what you did they want you to save what little bit of money they give you to last you the rest of your lifetime but like I said that is a huge rabbit hole that is not designed for tonight <laughs> I tell <feel> you <laughs> I got a few years left to retirement and I'm hoping by what, 2028 Social Security is still a thing so it's another check I can collect
3: <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, you better get that Roth IRA oh, to <laughs> get that popping off I, We
1: alright, we will right. we, well, I can do better, let's just say that I can do better, <laughs> I can I do don't, better.
3: Honestly, every year that Social Security is still here, I'm shocked because every year they talk
1: about getting rid of it. it um, yeah, every single year. Every year. It's, yeah. Yeah, I, I I I can guarantee that by the time my kids are close, it's not going to be a thing. It's not going to be a thing. And actually, I said 2028. 20, I can retire by that time, but I'll still have a gap that I got to fill because I'll only be about 48, 40, yeah, 47, 48 years old retired. So I still got a whole gap between then and 62 to, to to fill. But it might be gone by that time. <laughs> it might be gone by that right. time. But, but yeah, like I said, it's too big of a rabbit hole to go down. But it's time to go down this rabbit hole that is, and pause, but that is Fantastic Frankie. I We need to know, let the people know where you're from, how did you get started and what was your inspirations for what you do via instagram and i can say now facebook
3: yeah <laughs> yeah now i'm on facebook that's that's relatively new um so as i mentioned before my name is frankie i'm from new york city um i'm currently living in brooklyn love it out here um yeah so I have what I would like to call a Issa Rae moment. If you guys have ever seen Insecure, um, the show is sparked by Issa Rae turning 29 and her realizing it's the last year in her 20s and she needs to explore things. It ends up being a man, but she wants to explore things. She she felt stagnant. Um, And I had a career, but I've always, love to like watch things and then go on YouTube and stuff like that and see how they dissect it and talk about it and I would always get so frustrated because I'm like they never talk about stuff I'm thinking about and stuff I'm like debating with my friends about um and then yeah I had an Easter egg moment I was like yo I'm turning 29 just start the page um you know while you can because there is like I, I felt like and still feel like it's a fear of mine. It's like, all right, well, me being younger, things like that, that's going to attribute to my trajectory, my success, right? I'm not saying that you can't be successful after you you reach a certain age, but I felt like it would be a benefit, right? So I was like, finally, let's go ahead and do this. And let me just start anyway. I got an iPhone and I was like, I'm just going to start talking about what I like to talk and things I noticed. And yeah, it exploded. It, it was really shocking, not shocking to me, but it was like a pleasant surprise. I was like, oh yeah. So people felt like me, like they felt like there aren't any women really doing it. There definitely aren't Black women doing it. Um, I'm also Latina. There's no Latina women doing it. Um, And it was like, I got, I, I felt like I was representing a community that never really truly felt seen. Um, and I had, it it was lucky that I started when I did because it also started at a time that other companies started realizing the value of people of color and we actually started to be represented. So now it gave me ammo to question how we were being represented, anything new or old. And really now I have a space where people are willing to have that discussion or understand what I'm talking about. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun for sure
1: yeah it, it it and it has been a lot of fun and i'm happy to say that i'm a part of your journey by way of following your channel and you have a number a number of different hot takes like one of them i need you to give a little explanation or for our people goku being a deadbeat dad oh yeah yeah that was
3: a, that I, mean, I think i talked about, it, about him phone. being a social pack yeah i mean i mean people paint goku and i think that was of course um the creator's thought of this innocent sweet for the people person and it isn't until super if if people are up to date now in dragon ball super we're seeing the cracks in goku's character right because he hasn't developed at all um but if you think of his relationship with his two sons he doesn't really have one. He didn't meet Go, his youngest son until he was like 12. I don't know how old he is. Um, and with Gohan, he died when Gohan was like five, let Piccolo raise him, and then took his time beating around Gohan. After he died and came back, he spent a majority of his time training, fighting other people. And with the exception of the one year he spent in the chamber preparing for Cell with Gohan, he never really spent any quality time with his children, you know, training them, fostering them, things like that. And um, yeah, I was like, Goku ain't shit. Like I was watching it, I was like, especially what you compare it to Vegeta and how involved he is, not just right. with his son, but like there's an arc in Super where he um, mentors another Saiyan from another universe because he craves that connection. And I was like, Goku would never. Like Goku, don't care. He wants to see like, what can you give me? What can you teach me? How can you challenge me? And that's it. He's not here to teach other people unless you're there to help him. And yeah, I just thought I'd highlight it, and people were right. Yeah,
1: because I I go back. I I know Katara kind of goes back pretty far with it too, but I go back to Dragon Ball when it was just Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. And like when me and my boys started watching in the early, early nineties, like it was already done in Japan. And as I'm thinking about like, cause we were watching all the old tapes and stuff like that. And like when they introduced Gohan, it was just like, he was there. And like Mm -hmm. you said, like Goku just was, he wasn't like being dad. It was more like, it felt to me more like a little brother relationship. And the way, the way they kind of ran with each other. So when you said it, I was like, I totally got why you said he was a deadbeat. This is like, I totally got it, which leads me. Cause when, when I saw that video and then seen the reaction that you got from that video, it went to, it made me draw to your name, Fanboy Fighter. How, <laughs> how did that name come about? I mean, it, In some ways, it's almost obvious, but I need a little descriptor to to how the fanboy fighter was grown.
3: So, um, one thing about my brand that is so much fun is I love alliteration, and it's so easy with Frankie um, to find things I never realized that start with an F, uh, including. fanboy so I realized as I was posting I thought there would be some but yeah the outrage that would come out of these characters me making statements about characters that you know these people have no stock in um was was crazy and I was really engaging with fanboys and I was like yo I'm really fighting these guys off (laughs) um so then I was like yo that's perfect I'm gonna say fanboy fighter um and I looked it up it wasn't trademarked or anything so I was like lit i'm gonna make this an official word an official term and make it a movement where we're like my page isn't just about connecting like shining light on goku's character flaws and things like that it's also supposed to implore people to consider in- inclusivity of other people of other people of color um and with that comes with the fanboys you know, ready to fight. So I'm like, yo, that's perfect. All of us can be fanboy fighters. We can combat these people who don't want black and browns in this space, who don't want women in this space. Um, And just showing them that, yeah, we enjoy this contact, even though it's not really made for us. Um, And we still want to see actively active change to continue to support it.
1: All right, Joe, before I pass it to Katara, because I'm sure she got some questions too, but I I, want to know because what you just said now and, and being active in the space and inclusivity and what I've been noticing more and more, and not just because I would say because my algorithms are tailored or whatever, but because I know these groups of people now and further got expanded by way of the blurred fleet. I, I personally don't think that like us as people of color is like this this market is now like looking over us anymore. Because there's a lot of platforms that uh, it seems to be getting somewhat the 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 some of the well getting the spotlight some deserve, but more or less along people like us who are recognizing each other for what we do. I know a lot of people are still looking for that big boost of a major corporation coming through and, and 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 taking care of their things. Like one thing I could think of right now as I'm watching AEW wrestling in the background, thinking about WWE and on the gaming side, the dude uh, Xavier Woods had a channel up, up, down, down. Black man, major gaming platform in the geek space, doing a lot of things. Now, yeah, we don't, we're not, and, and I believe he's also, being involved in the new iteration, I believe, of G4 that's supposed to be coming back. So I, I don't think, I personally don't think we're really being left out of these spaces anymore, but what, what's your opinion on that? Because I, I know you're, you're still grinding. You're still pushing forward in what you do. And again, the looks you're getting with the Facebook move, um, there's another one that we're talking about behind the scenes that doesn't need to be mentioned, but we're getting looks now. I don't mm-hmm. feel like we're truly being left out. Maybe where I can see is, a, as far as content creators on the bigger scale, are still adding characters of color in like drips and drabs. But we have people that are creating outstanding characters of color, like shout out to our people at Concrete, you know, that's Blurred Fleet mm-hmm. also. Yeah. But what's some of your thoughts behind like, something like that?
3: I think we're getting nods Um, Even the Facebook deal you're mentioning, I applied to was a people of color um, program that was launched after the George Floyd. Right. Um, So I think because of the way that pop culture was moving. And if you guys ever watch Euphoria, this really clicked in my head. There was a special episode that just dropped. And in it, she's talking to her sponsor, the main character Zadea, and he goes, Yeah, everyone's talking about Black lives. He goes into his full monologue about us being seen and heard. And he was like, it's it's because rap and popular culture is now dominated by Black people, right? He was like, if Kurt Cobain and Nirvana was hot, which I know when I was growing up in the 90s, I was wild emo and all that stuff because of it, um, instead it would be depression matters right? And instead they would be making these steps, right? These olive branches to help um, people who are dealing with mental illness and stuff. Um, So yes, I am grateful for the recognition I've been getting and seeing just some of my friends be recognized and seeing more inclusive content. Um, But some of it is because of who we are and who we follow, that that's what we're seeing. On a grand scale, we're still just a drop in the bucket, and I don't think I'll ever be comfortable with or say, like, yo, we're, we're doing better. Um, I do see that we're starting to do better, and I do have to say that. Um, but until I can post something or a movie can be put out with all women or Black people people and they don't call it a black movie or a feminist movie i don't think that i don't you know what i mean i don't think that i won't feel that full victory yeah i i I
1: totally get you it's we're there but we're not there yet Mm -hmm. like we're we're, We're we're on our way yeah it's yeah it's on the way i mean and that that it's on the way it also kind of ties to just reality like they're afraid that the tides are changing when it comes to the population and who's the minority who is the majority like so it's 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 going to be something that I can say my kids are going to eventually benefit from if, if there is something to benefit from it's something that they're going to be able to benefit from Katara oh
2: okay um sorry drawing a blank but (laughs) um you you also that was a good conversation you guys were having um I and and great about yeah uh Dragon Ball Z and and everything with that um I've watched enough of that to know I haven't watched any newer episodes because it's too much I I I watched a whole bunch um so I'm kind of sick of the, the not really paying much attention to Dragon Ball Z but um I I, I love how your um, platform goes deep with anime and everything. I think I responded to your question with 50 and... um,
3: Oh, Itachi.
2: Itachi. Yeah, <laughs> very, very good connection there. I I yeah, they're both I, I don't pay much attention to both of them. I'm like, yeah, I ain't giving y'all credit. You killed your whole village, which which I, what I'm giving you credit for. But um yeah, I like how you you go deep with that, that those those characters and you find um connecting points and everything like that. Um, what made you want to go into anime? Or what made you want to start watching anime? What was that first show that you um, was like, Yes, I want to know more?
3: Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a child of Toonami. Okay. Um, so I was introduced. I was already into comic books pretty heavy. My dad's really into it. And it was just the way that we bonded. And I was a huge fan of like, you know, the Spider-Man movie. Um Spider-Man movie, the Spider-Man movie, this Spider-Man animated series, the X-Man animated series, and of course the Batman animated series. Like I grew up on there. Um, and they ended, I was like, I don't know, seven. And it was like, they ended and I was like, where am I gonna watch superheroes again? And then it was almost like immediately then Toonami started. And I got, it, I got to pick up where I left off. So it was like, oh, all right, well, Batman and them are gone, but here are new characters from Japan apparently, Um, which I didn't know. Honestly, I was watching anime for a little bit before I figured out it was anime Um, because Sailor Moon especially, people forget this, but Sailor Moon when it was first introduced was wild American. They changed her name to Serena instead of Usagi. Um, And a lot of them, they like really Americanized it. Um, So I didn't realize they were in Japan until I saw Tenchi Munyo which was like this guy in space and it was like nine chicks who was trying to holler at him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's a really bad description, but that is what the show is low key about, the space show with, with nine chicks. But when they were like, yeah, in Japan, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> the space and then I realized, yeah. And then I started doing research, <laughs> which was hard work y'all. It was like 2003 doing research was not a Google search. It was going on, um, looking up specific blogs and finding blog posts and like fan clubs and seeing what they're talking about there. So um, yeah, that that's honestly how I got into research too, um, which is why my videos seem so heavily researched, which I need to invest in the research and development team um, because of that, like having to go so hard to look up stuff. Now I'm like, yo, if I'm going to talk about something, I need to know everything in and out. I need to see what people are talking about. I need to watch
1: all the videos and i it's honestly a lot of fun for me dope dope i like it i and again you can well crafted research that you put together when you do these and the ability to condense it in in four to three to four minutes is
3: yeah
1: thumbs up for me because i know my long winded ass it'll be a seven to ten minute <laughs> seven to ten minute videos but i so so i right your your animations uh, uh starts and beginnings go back to when we were calling it japanimation yeah
3: <laughs> so
1: in in your digging your research like how far did you go back in in just understanding and learning more about the anime styles and stuff because like as my daughter sits back here and, watch, and when i forgot the character y'all just mentioned she heard the name and it was like like lit up because she is the anime junkie that I should be. Like <laughs> I like she's up to high she's on like haiku, the volleyball show and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. I had to bring her back to which I know she didn't finish. I'm looking at a side eye now, but I know she didn't finish Akira. Oh
3: Akira. Which was incredible. like the
1: the groundbreaking like revolutionary cartoon that was just like back when we was just, it was just a cartoon. So like, do you, did you go back to like the Akira's, the Ninja Scroll or Akira and Ninja Scroll and, and, and uh, Fist of the North Star? Like, do you, did you take your depths of love for anime that far? Or did you kind of keep it from your
2: childhood?
3: Oh, no, no, no. So when I was growing up, so after I was introduced to anime through Toonami, I realized that if I stayed up late enough, Y'all, HBO used to show the adult anime, okay? Um, So then I got introduced to Akira. Yo, there was this um, Street Fighter anime where Chun-Li almost gets um, raped and killed by Vega. I don't know if y'all remember that, he was like Wolverine. I do. I've never do. been more terrified in my life. He rolls up, <laughs> comes out the shower and they scrapping for like 20 minutes. I was like, this is not like Dragon Ball Z, which is like a bunch of lines and no real karate. Um, what else did I watch off of that? Bubble Gun Crisis used to be a jam of mine. Um, it was where I was introduced to like Cowboy Bebop. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho's shows a little bit earlier. That was like 80s, early 90s. Um, Golden Boy was early nineties. I'm trying to think what else I watched. Oh, Gundam. I watched Gundam. Yes. Too. Yes. Um
2: Gundam. With-
3: Lum, I said Bubblegum Crisis, yep. right? That was just my jam because it was like a bunch of women and they had like suits like Iron Man that they were getting into. And it really piqued my interest because like I said, I was into comic books already. And I was like, yo, this a this a woman. Iron Man it is five of them and they were pink and bubblegums in the name so it was it, it it tickled my fancy in a way that um Sailor Moon wasn't because I never really saw scraps or action and um it was the first time I got really introduced to adult anime and to be honest I think it skewed how I viewed like sh- shonens you know what I mean i right. I'd watch the show, and I'm like, I'm trying to see some blood. So when Naruto and them come out, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it, it definitely made me darker um, as a person for sure.
1: Uh, well, I I, I, I got to throw it in the ring too. Like stuff that, like, again, back when it was Japan animations. You you mentioned uh, uh, wasn't name? Gundam, but I was a Robotech guy. Like I was a guy mm. with Robotech. Um, one of the shows that was like lesser like it 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 came on TV but you had to know like the specific time it came on Ronin Warriors or that yeah, was that, was, that was my it. shit Ronin Warriors or Gotcha Man or but then we could also too, what just being youth the youthful people that we were then we didn't realize that well y'all can't see it my bad I was yeah, trying to it. trying to show you but if you, you see the shirt was anime, Voltron. Oh yeah. This was the shield from the Black Lion or Voltron. Like Anime stuff was going over our heads because at the time it was just seen as cartoons until people put that like Japanimation lo- label on it. Cause then think about it. Like my, one of my favorite cartoons of all time, Speed Racer, anime, like. It's 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 just so amazing to see the levels and stuff to where this came along, and for you to take to to take the approach on it that I see little to really nobody doing, like little to nobody doing. Like I, I I'm fully appreciative and and thankful for what you do, because it's it, again you're taking deep dives and angles that people aren't thinking about people aren't thinking about. So I, again, I'm bigging you up and shining you out much appreciative to what you do for the world.
3: Yeah. You definitely gotta be a little sick to go in as deep as I do, because it comes with a lot of slack and it's a lot of work. You know what I mean? So I understand when people are like, not that many people do it. I was like, yo, cause it's, it's not an easy journey. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like putting yourself out there in that way, even like a lot of my peers who are women, um, you know, they are definitely challenging in a different way and doing more like reportive. Maybe not, as they're not as crazy as I am. And you know what I mean? And they're still seeing success. They're still doing well. They're still putting out great content and they're doing it with a third of the headache that I'm getting. Um, And that's the thing. I just feel like if, if I don't talk about some of this stuff, it's never gonna be on people's mind and they're gonna to continue to create content that's not inclusive. Um, but by creating this discussion, it, it puts people in the thought process and, and people start to notice things and it piques their in- interest where like a Mr. Popo should never be drawn again, you know? Um, although they did just draw Sister Chrome, but still, um, things like that you know we we should slowly be moving away
1: uh, i'm that i'm that asshole that actually still wants to buy that mr popo t-shirt because <laughs> <laughs> i'm that petty with the you know you seen the shirt with just the eyes
3: yeah that is kind of fire i'm not going to lie if it's just the <laughs> eyes and his lips that's kind of fire i'm not going to lie and he's he's a pivotal piece of uh especially like my generation like 30 to 35 it's the pivotal piece in our in our childhood in our teenage years um so even like people like you hate Dragon Ball Z I was like I love Dragon Ball Z just because I challenge the characters don't mean I don't love it it shaped my childhood um I watch every new episode that comes out things like that I always want to see what's going on because it is what introduced me to manga and anime um but yeah Yeah, it's definitely. I definitely. I I would wear that same Mr. Purple shirt. Is what
1: I'm saying. All right, cool. So now I won't feel bad when I get it. (laughs) That might be my birthday present to myself. That's how fire would you say? Dope, dope. But yeah, now every and that's another thing too. Like everything ain't Dragon Ball. Like that. I I know that that's a lot of people's go to. Is Dragon Ball, especially Dragon Ball Z. I'm, I'm personally a Vegeta guy. Always have been. Always will be. But, um, but again, the the levels of anime just run so deep that you're going to be able to create content for good. Like you, you, yeah. you, you've, you've niched yourself a lane, and that's why like I said that's the beautiful thing of what you do is that's that you've niched yourself a lane, taking deep dives that you can take you can do a whole series of shows. I might be dropping a little something that hopefully nobody tries to steal, but you could take one episode of a show and break that down for a whole series of a podcast and find yeah. little social cues out of one little episode or something. So it, like I said, you you set yourself apart in a way that I I see further and further growth for you that is... it. it Again, I'm glad to be a part of this journey by way of the Blur Fleet. Um, I'm glad to have had you here. We need a do-over because I said we were going live, but damn can technology. ask you questions. <laughs> damn technology! <laughs> but we're going to go- We're gonna have you back because again, I love what you do. I know the Blur Fleet loves what you do, and again, we're I. I've told you in personal conversation, we need to see at least one person win. I think it's your time right now.
3: Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that.
1: And and, again, hopefully, with my power and what I can do, and us with the starting five, like, you know, I know besides just me and Katara being here, I know I can get my other brothers behind this, but we got to help the fanboy fighter continue to fight on for years and years to come. And thank you for coming on. Uh, Katara, I know I'm almost closing it out, but do you have any other questions for Frankie? Um, hmm. Let me see.
2: I'll ask you an anime question. Oh. Yeah, this is anime question, so we're going deep, everyone. Well, it's, this is one of the newer ones. Um, what do you think about Nobilis? And I know I'm saying it wrong, but I'm saying it, that's that's what I'm calling it right now. I, I actually haven't seen it. Do you like it? Yeah, I do. I think I saw the preview to it that came out a year or two ago, and then this is uh. where it takes it right back off. Okay, let me see. Let me ask you another one. Uh,
3: have you seen uh, Jujutsu
2: Kenzen? No, I haven't seen that Can, one. This I'll, I'll that a, one's fire. That one's good. Okay, I'll ask you one yeah. that's that's older, um, probably Inuyasha, and then they're right now they have their daughters coming out. Now. Well, without giving much away, um, what do you think yeah. of Inuyasha and the newer one?
3: <laughs> you you know I don't. So I haven't really gotten into the newer one. Like I've been trying to watch it, but it's to me it's not as compelling. Um, But I'm also not someone who's a fan of Baruto either. You know what I mean? Like, I like a good spinoff or like the good children of it and stuff like that. But for some reason, well, definitely the Inuyasha um, spinoff is more of a, what's the word I'm looking at? It definitely is closer to that magical shoujo, magical girl type thing um which has never really been my scene um and yu yasha itself was borderline the showjo with the screaming and the love and stuff like that and they kind of took it to another level and that's not what i'm here for i want to see carnage um i want to see some 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 crazy stuff um so instead i've been watching more like God of high school um i, I just okay. finished that fuego that was- Fuego. The first time I watched it, I was a little confused. Um, And then the second time I watched it, I had to rewatch it and I loved it. I was like, all right, you just got to really pay attention. Um, Jiu-Jitsu on Kenzen is definitely something else that I think is fire. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with um, Attack on Titan, (laughs) which is a good show, but very, very complex. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I'm just prepping because in January... Dr. Stone, Promised Neverland, and I forget what the third one, the third anime, and Attack on Titan will definitely all be running at the same time, so I was like, y'all hate me because it's just so many things that I need to pull from, Mm -hmm. Um, and and close to what the mayor was saying, I'm starting to do these, like, fast, you know, reviews per episode, Um, so I'm very excited and anxious about January,
1: (laughs) which that's, I almost left out you've been doing a lot of reviews on the mandalorian yeah
3: how is, and how that's is the reception right to
1: those have been
3: yo people like it um the most recent one that i just posted people are in love with um and i think it's because one it was an action-packed episode but i finally um i finally just said Fuck it. it was like i'm gonna just talk like i talk at home And people are definitely receiving that more. And me doing a quick review, me talking about people getting clapped um, and stuff like that. That's what people want to hear. So yeah, the Mandalorian space and the Star Wars space is definitely um, very receptive. The only thing that I would say is that it's such a huge universe that I'm not 100% I don't know everything, right? There's comic books, there's movies, there's cartoons, there's books, books, there's universe logs, blah, blah, blah. and I, I, I sometimes I just feel behind, so I don't feel as comfortable doing hot takes and stuff like that on Star Wars as I do with anime, where it's just a manga and an anim- one anime, right? Because even with comic books, there's some characters I won't address because it's like I need to know every variation of that person, I need to know everything that character in and out. And um, comic books, there'll be like eight universes, 20 reboots, and I'm like, dang, I gotta know it all before I say something wild, you know?
1: No, for real, cause yeah, that, that Star Wars universe, I mean, I forgot what age I was when I learned that they were books first. And the 12 books was already out before I think the first six, well, no, the first six movies were a thing. But I think like all 12 books to know like, Okay, we're only up to now what nine movies, or no?
2: Well, the books.
1: Yeah, we're up to nine movies, and and they're still not caught up to the books yet.
3: I believe technically. Well, so I thought the movies started it. Right, the movies
2: started before the books, and that Ah, you know, so and and actually, the authors had to get permission to write about. Ah,
1: okay, okay. So it's
2: it's and there's you know there's tons of books. Um tons. So so if they're they're trying to base it on one type of book, it's 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 yeah, Star Wars is real complex. You're you're there's there's a right. lot to and follow. then
1: the, the Clone War cartoon takes that to a different kind of right. rabbit hole. Yep. Which I believe that's where the Mandalorian kind of is now. Because I did see like I, I'm not in tune yet. I told we talked about this. I'm not in tune yet but I did see that the Sokotano character came in and that is right. clearly from the Clone Wars but, side. But of the, well, the Clone cartoon. Wars
2: takes place before, um, during during the prequels. The Mandalorian mm-hmm. takes place between episode, what? Six and...
3: So, uh, so it's after, what was the first three? It started at chapter five? Four, I don't yeah, five, and six. Four, four, five, four, four, 5 and six.
2: Return of the so, Jedi. So it takes place right after Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So
3: it's right after chapter six.
2: Right. Okay. Yeah. So, but Ahsoka so, will survive because she did, wasn't a Jedi anymore. She left way before, you know, Anakin right. had a through Anakin was stupid. But, you know, so she's in hiding. Um, so, but it, it, it's, it's very, very interesting. Um, I have to catch up on The Mandalorian, but it's very interesting, though. Yeah, no, it's really
3: good.
1: And catching up on that, because I'm only going off of what I know. They dropped the ball in the beginning when they displayed the quote-unquote baby Yoda character, where they didn't have all the toys and stuff right away. Then they finally caught on quick. But they allowed this character to go on to just finally give it a name. Was it Grugon or Grudon? Grogu. Grogu. I like it.
3: And that's that's the Star Wars things though, right? They always yeah, have a mystery that takes a while.
2: Right, right. That's Star Wars, um, and you know, people just called it Baby Yoda because that's you know probably it Yoda's, like Yoda. Yeah,
3: Yoda.
2: Yeah, looks like Yoda. That's Yoda's. That's from Yoda's clan, but but um, yeah, that that's just part of Star Wars mystery. That's what that is about, but. But definitely, definitely, it's it's been very interesting. I have to definitely get caught up with that. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah and I'm, I, I'm with you. I like, I like what
3: they're doing. I think people forget that this isn't like a way to continue the stories and the way the movies are. It is a western. Like John Farrell um, introduced it as a western in the Star Wars universe, right? So yes, we're seeing characters that we've seen in other, other movies and stuff because they're in the same universe. But in reality, he wants it to be like a, a Western. It's the same formula. Someone goes to, a new, the cowboy goes to a new town, normally with a quirky sidekick and he gets into shenanigans and that's what happens. And there is a huge overarching story, which is dope. Uh, but I'm really liking, honestly, season two is really, shaping up to be really really good to me um and i love that they they figured out like you said that baby yoda is the is the is really it so you're starting to see a lot of personality from the mandalorian which let's take a moment to say pedro pascal never shows his face but he's able to um give us emotion and I think that's such a great actor's feat right like he right. through the inflection of his voice his body language and stuff like that you can feel his emotions and I think that's incredible and then he's working with a puppet most of the time and he still sells those scenes and I think it's great
1: that's that's a hell of an acting feat to be able to play off of a puppet in a mask and display in and, and convey emotion like that's that's incredible and and i think you sold me to finally finally press play on it <laughs> full yeah. transparency i need to i need to press play on this shit i know i i, I pay attention via all the social cues and talks and the conversations but it takes me a minute personally to get into a series and really really invest myself but Again, it, for, for everything that I've noticed that has been going on, it definitely looks like it's worth watching, but you're talking to a person that still has to watch The Wire. Take my black card if you want to. <laughs> you
3: no, know, the, wire, the Wire was great, and, and I got caught up in the second season, and it took me a long time to complete it because, yeah, the second season is really hard to get through, but it's really important, and then after that, it gets fire. Um so yeah, I definitely recommend that for you as well.
1: But <laughs> well, that's all right. I I I, I gotta watch it because as I was talking to somebody today, it was like there's actually people from Staten Island in the wire. So, you know, I I gotta gotta check for it. And you know, in my love hate respect for my borough, but
2: <laughs>
0: man,
1: it is what it is. But anyway, it's time for you to give final shout out shot you know all your social medias and all that stuff and like i said you will be back because yes i said the live you deserve the live and we need more people <laughs> we need more people to 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 get familiar with what you have going on it's been amazing
3: thank you yeah if you guys want to follow me you can find me on most platforms as fantastic cranky uh, with the exception of Twitter, they wouldn't let me have that many characters. So I am the Fanboy Fighter on Twitter. Um, or if you look up the Fanboy Fighter on any platform, you'll find me there as well. Um, and I just uh, launched a new website, fanboyfighter.com, uh, where I have some merch. Um, and honestly, it's a great place to get in contact with me. Uh, find all my platforms that I'm on and um, if you want to book with me you can do that through the website as well
1: cool 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 make sure y'all go support for sure for sure Katara
2: okay um, just let it um, shout out again starting five and our guest Um, also December 16th um, I have a show with uh, Lunchtime Chronicles it will be live this time uh, with the Lunchtime Chronicle authors. Make sure you guys um, stay in tune for that. Sorry, it's late here. But um, make sure you guys stay in tune for that. Um, and and then just shout out to everyone doing their thing in this lovely time we're having.
1: Yeah, lovely time at Arona. Great. <laughs> As Red and Stimpy said, happy, happy, joy, joy, right? But anyway, y'all know what to do thestarted5podcast.com, five, the 5 underscore podcast on Instagram. Me personally, as I like to say, fuck Twitter, that's just me. Um, but make sure you get to the 5 cop some merch, check out all our old episodes, new episodes, follow us through the anchor. You could get us on Amazon Music. You could, had to stiff on my daughter in the forehead just now. Uh, Make sure you (laughs) follow and join the Facebook group, the Starting Five Podcast Facebook group. A lot of sports talk going on in there, but a lot of funny fuckery going on in there, too. We welcome a little bit of everything because we do a little bit of everything here. So why the fuck not on Facebook? Apologies again, because we're supposed to be live. You'll be hearing this on the platforms coming tomorrow afternoon once i can get these technical difficulties fixed and that's it no more inside baseball for y'all enough of that for everybody on the show fantastic frankie the fanboy fighter katara jp and tj this your boy the mayor we say peace and we'll see y'all next week